Hey everyone, welcome back to Weird Shit Wednesdays. This is Natasha. We're going to cover some fun facts. We're going to go ahead and just dive in and we'll just get a couple things at the end for some housekeeping, but it won't be too long. While I was looking at the analytics for our podcast, I saw the rankings in which country have the most listeners. And second on the list is the United Kingdom. And I had to kind of chuckle to myself a little bit because according to my DNA analysis, uh, which is through the 23andMe, that area is primarily what I'm made of. If you're on 23andMe or Ancestry, I'm, I'm actually on both, uh, check and see if we're related if you're in that general vicinity because that would be so fantastic if that was the case. For today, though, I wanted to see what kind of weird and or fun facts about the area of origin I could find. And I did come up with some. So let's go ahead with the United Kingdom consists of England, Scotland, Wales, which all make up Great Britain, and Northern Ireland. And I hate that word because I can't pronounce it. The first fun fact that I found, I, I could totally get behind because I'm, I'm basically an old lady trapped in this body. But the first king of England actually made a law that everyone had to be in bed by 8 p.m. And that would be heaven. I mean, I'm usually in bed by 8 o'clock anyway. But for everybody, it would be so quiet and so nice and so cozy. It would be, it'd be great. There are 165 million cups of tea consumed per day in the area. The United Kingdom was the birthplace of golf, cricket, rugby, soccer, and boxing, which I was not aware that all of those, you know, were all found in that area. I figured they'd be spread out a little bit, but it's still pretty cool. Windsor Palace is the oldest and largest castle occupied in the world today, which I find fascinating and I can't even imagine. I mean, if some of these places that we look at in our podcast, uh, primarily in my area, I mean, they're old, but they're not that old. And they are like soups haunted, right? Super spooky. I wonder, I mean, there's got to be, I might have to look into it to see if there's any whispers about any hauntings or spooks going on in that place. But there's got to be something if it's been around for that long. There are more chickens than people in England, which I thought was truly fascinating. I mean, I know some people that's got some chickens and just, wow. I mean, that's a lot. The oldest home in the UK is around 6,000 years old. I am assuming that is other than, I, I'm guessing that they separated the home with the castles. I'm not sure, but that's, that's what we got. Children in the UK, they say that are older than five years old, are allowed to consume alcohol in their homes and other private areas, even though they can't drink out in public. There were also pubs listed that said that you could drink in said pub, but you could not get drunk in said pub. Not really sure where you would draw the line or how you would indicate that. William Wallace was transported to London just to be hung, drawn, and quartered. For those of you who aren't really aware, that apparently means that they, you know, strung him up, and I'm assuming he died in the process, but that wasn't enough. They they really had to let this guy fucking have it. 
And usually uh, being drawn and quartered is they would take each of your arms and tie them to two separate either carts and horses or horses. And they would do the same with each leg. So that way you're kind of spread out like a little starfish. And then they would hi the horses and they would all take off all an ass and essentially rip you apart in front of everybody. So, I mean, pretty gruesome. I think it's freaking awesome, but I guess it's not for everybody. I think we should bring it back. In the 17th century, the people of London believed that whipping yourself was a way to avoid contracting the plague. And when I read this, I um, really had to giggle because I just kept imagining. I know when I was a kid, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, we, you know, we were too broke to have a horse um, and we were really too poor to have a, a cool animated horse toy of any sorts so we basically took a, a broomstick uh or really a rake a, any, anything with a stick virtually and you would straddle the stick and you would gallop with the stick between your legs like it was a horse and you would smack yourself on the rump to make yourself go faster kind of like when you would hit the horse with the crop you know to make him go you would just spank yourself on the butt to go faster that's what i'm picturing is all these people running around doing that to avoid the plague, and I thought it was rather comical. King Charles I was beheaded in Whitehall near the Houses of Parliament. The people watching the ceremony were allowed to go up and dip their motherfucking handkerchiefs in his blood and take it with them because it was believed that the blood of a king could cure your illnesses. And that's pretty fucked up. Let's hope that Sir King Charles, whatever, uh, did not have any communicable diseases or anything that may have spread through, you know, bloodborne pathogens. That would have been catastrophic in the area if that had been the case. So let's cross our fingers and assume that that was not because I don't remember there being any other set of sort of outbreaks. Although back then they didn't know about bloodborne pathogens so it very well could have been that a lot of people who dabbed their hankies in the blood and then rubbed it all over them or whatever potentially contracted some sort of uh disease and they may not have known what to call it so maybe they did just call it the plague everybody else kind of like covid you had died in a car accident well we swabbed your nose and you have covid but you know we're gonna say it's a covid death even though you clearly died in a car accident so maybe it's something like that. Aldgate Station, I think I pronounced that right, was built over one of the largest plague pits known. There are more than 1,000 people buried in that area in just two weeks in 1665, which that is a lot of bodies in a short amount of time. Back in the day, before indoor plumbing, the stench of the waste that was thrown out into the street, now known as Sherborne Lane, was actually first called Shipburn Lane, which, touche, the chef's kiss. That was, that was great for them to come up with that. Farrington Station, or Farringdon Station, is supposedly haunted by a 13-year-old girl named Ann Naylor. The young girl was murdered by her mother and sister in 1758. Her body was then dumped in the location that later erected the Farringdon Station. 
So I might have to look into that one a little more, see if I can get some more information. If I can, I can actually just run with that and we'll just create a whole episode on it if I can get enough. The Tyburn tree in the northwest corner of Hyde's Park is where they used to do a bunch of hanging. The largest plague pit is located under Charterhouse Square in Farringdon, and it is believed that that burial site alone contains about 50,000 corpses. Holy shit. That is a lot of people. I think I just have a hard time getting a mental image. I know the plague was bad. I know that it was you know, horrifying. It was detrimental. It was just culture shocking. I mean, massive. But I hear these numbers and it's hard for me because to me, it's a number. I'm like, cool. Uh, I can maybe think of a thousand M&Ms or a thousand jelly beans or, but I cannot in my mind picture what 50,000 human fucking bodies looks like in a hole. How big was this motherfucking hole? If you're burying a casket, I mean, you're still going six feet deep and I don't know how six deep probably six or seven, six to eight uh, lengthwise and maybe a few feet wide. That's for one body. I mean, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't picture it. Uh, I wish there was some sort of virtual something that could show me what that would look like because I'd be really interested to see what that would be. And oh my gosh, the horrible stench that would have came from that is just, ugh, I can't even, can't even go there. Six people were killed in the Great Fire of London in 1666. However, at least eight people have fallen to their death from the monument that was constructed to commemorate the original event. So the original event only killed six people, which, yeah, it's six people. That's that's sad. That's not good. But the fact that they erected this monument in order to pay tribute to the fire and now more than eight people have died from falling from it. That to me just, I feel like maybe they should get rid of the monument or maybe maybe they could make a similar one that's uh, on a much smaller scale so that people, if they do fall, they don't fall to their death. They maybe fall to their broken leg or something. I, I really don't know how they could do that, but just a thought. In 18th century Britain, men and women were not allowed to sunbathe on the same beach. In my case, don't worry about it. This bitch does not sunbathe anywhere. I tend to avoid the sun at all costs. But for those of you who do enjoy a nice golden tan or can even achieve a nice golden tan, you would have had to pick what time you went based on who was there. The very first postage stamp was created in the UK in May of 1840, and this stamp featured a picture of Queen Victoria. Until 1877, the professors of Oxford University were said to not be allowed to get married. Is that a religious establishment by chance? I don't, for all those of you out there that do know, sorry, I'm ignorant. Uh, but I'm, I'm wondering if maybe it was originally some sort of religious background into said university, then that would make sense. Cause from what I've gathered, priests and people of the cloth or whatever they're called are also 
generally not allowed to get married, uh, which also doesn't make any sense because biblically that also is wrong. But we're not going to get into that. Um, don't at me. But it's just something that I just thought of going over that was maybe there was some sort of religious, more primarily Catholic, I think, in that area and time frame, if that affected it or not. <laughs> this next one really gets me. There was a time when suicide was considered illegal in the UK. Survivors of a suicide attempt were ironically hanged as a punishment. And the suicide was actually decriminalized in the year 1961. 61 people. My mother was almost born. My grandparents were alive. That's not that long ago. I'm struggling because if suicide, this is where I'm, I'm, I'm probably, you know, cutting hairs or splitting hairs or whatever. Suicide is illegal. Okay. So you commit suicide, you're dead. What are they going to do to you? Honestly, what you got left? That being said, I also do not believe that people who failed their suicide attempts should be punished because technically you then only attempted to break the law, you did not actually break the law because you didn't actually commit suicide. Unless, of course, you did commit suicide, you technically died, but they brought you back to life with some sort of medical advancement, then that makes sense. But for the most part, if you try and you fail, I mean, technically, I don't think you really broke the law, right? Because you weren't successful. Just the small details. I'm not sure. Let me know what you guys think because I thought that was a little interesting. But let's go ahead and move on to the next one. In London's underground exists a genetically distinct subspecies of mosquito. Hail to the no thank you. Those things have been around. Not the mosquitoes. The tunnels have been around for so long. I can't even. There has got to be some like messed up shit down there right I mean no pun intended but like literal messed up stuff uh I mean there's got to be spookies and, and I'm just I'm picturing either spooks or shadow people or something other than weird subspecies of mosquito which I mean it's still bad don't get me wrong because it's horrible but why would you go down there unless they I mean I don't, I don't know do they give uh tours or anything or, or from the old underground i could see that being a thing actually so that makes that makes sense so but but still i'm just saying i feel like there's more to worry about down there than just a little mosquito throw on some deet and get your booty down there then lastly i have that supposedly if you turn 100 in the united kingdom you receive a personalized birthday card from the queen herself okay listeners out there is that true I don't know if it's true, but it'd be really cool if it was. And if it was like legitimate and not like a forged signature, that would be also interesting to know. But yeah, shoot us, shoot us a message. Uh, let us know any about these, anything about any of these details that I brought up. If anything caught your attention, you have any extra information, questions, concerns, ideas, feel free to shoot them our way. Either way, I mean, hit up social media. We got the the website, we've got the Gmail account, which is the Red Rum Podcasters at gmail.com. The website is www.theredrumpodcasters.com. Super easy, same name across everything. Feel free to go on to any of those, rate, review us. That, that helps us 
substantially because it'll allow us to be more present when people are searching for certain topics or certain kinds of listening materials. Uh, the more rates and reviews that we have that are positive, the, the more likely that we're actually going to show up at the top of that as far as it goes. I think other than that, oh, I was going to let you guys know. I'm not sure for how long. I will double check. But check out our social medias because uh, today is actually the 16th. I'm a little early. But I did get a message that supposedly there is a 35% off site-wide on our merch store. So go on the website. And if you're on a desktop, the link is at the top. If you're on a phone, it's in little bitty font all the way at the bottom of your screen. Just keep scrolling to you at the bottom. And it just says store. Once you click on that, it'll take you to the store. And I believe if you're on there, there should be something. Like I said, if I can get on there and find a generic code for the 35% off, I'm going to post that across our social media. So that way it will be available to everyone. Uh, so so check check on that if you see it before you use it. Like I said, though, I'm not sure if it's a one-shot deal. If you know maybe my 35% off generated code is going to be separate or different than your generated code when you log in under your email account. I'll look into that and see if I can figure it out, uh, but I'll post it on there. Also, feel free to get onto our Patreon. We have one and five dollar tier. Uh, but really, they're virtually the same minus the one critical factor. Both get early release, usually one to two days ahead. You get a shout out. We can shout out whatever name you want, so don't freak out if you're afraid we're going to say like your name and give you a way to someone hunting you down. Uh, it'll be whatever you want us to put on there. And you can always send us a message if you do sign up and you want us to call you something else or just be anonymous. I could always shout out an anonymous donor as well. Uh, but the $5 tier is going to get you those extra bonus episodes and materials that are on there. There are, I believe, like five-ish out there, I think. And we should be getting ready to do another one here in the next couple weeks. Oh, also... Please, 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 if you want to join our raffle for the goodie box, email us again at theredrumpodcasters at gmail.com or go to our website, www.theredrumpodcasters.com and contact us with the little contact button with the comment and everything. Submit those. We have until Halloween. Then we're going to do our drawing, and whoever we draw, we will reach out to you and make sure that we get your information to get you our merch and a couple extra goodies on the side. Get signed up, wherever you want to do it, however you want to do it. But I think that's really about all I got for now, so uh, we'll be seeing you when the regular episode comes out. Take care. <laughs>